what is good? Welcome to Spirit Bill Real Talk with Juliana. I am your host, Juliana Page, and I am so excited that you are here. I am an author, a speaker, and a professional life coach, but really, I am here to give you practical wisdom that you can integrate into every area of your life so that you can thrive and not just survive. So if you are ready to live a spirit-led life and level up your inner game so that you can win in your outer game. Let's dive right in. What is good, everybody? Welcome back to the Spirit-Filled Real Talk podcast. I'm Juliana. It's nice to virtually meet you. And today we're going to dive right into this message and it's working your power pockets, working your power pockets. So I was in a few conversations this week where this came up, which is sort of silly, but it must be relevant. So here we are. Essentially what power pockets are, there have been times and seasons in my life where I have been uber busy. Now I recognize that that is a choice. Okay. But (laughs) there was a lot going on and I really did not know where to make the adjustments. I felt led to be invested in these different things that I had going on, whether it was building a a fitness community and a team to really training and supporting people, going to ministry school, volunteering in the church, working full-time, coaching full-time, just so, so much (laughs) going on and let alone managing my own well-being, okay? So, introducing Power Pockets of Time. Power Pockets of Time came about because I said, okay, there's not a lot that I can move, right? There's things that I I know how to do that because in former seasons, I've just cut things out of my schedule, but these are all things that are going to be a part of my schedule. So, for me to show up, the way I am led to show up, right, with excellence, being present in the moment, I got to work my windows, okay? So I started looking really, really specifically at my schedule and at my calendar and figuring out what are my windows and how can I block these on my calendar so that they're non-negotiable? And how can I work little pockets of time, whether that's a commute in the car an airplane ride, a lunch break, a midday break, whatever it happens to be, how can I work these windows of time so that I can take care of myself and so that I can show up knowing full well that this is not permanent, this is just the season that I happen to be in, okay? So that is where they came from, but essentially what power pockets of time are, they could be anywhere from 10 to 15 minutes to an hour, So if you have longer, sometimes on the weekends, maybe they could be longer, but they are non-negotiable you time. These are set up for you to literally input whatever tools, whatever practices, whatever it is that you need so that you can reboot, refocus, re-energize, refuel, and go back out there (laughs) into the arena and do what you do best, okay? So I am going to walk through up front, why these are powerful, okay, then also what 
some of the recommendations that I have are because I empathize 100% with the person that actually doesn't know how to take care of themselves in the sense of self-care, right? Like we hear it, we hear love yourself, self-care, all these beautiful things, right? All these hashtags, all these sayings, but it can legitimately be hard and difficult to figure out how to truly show up for yourself if you've lived your entire life showing up for all the other humans, okay? So I empathize with you and I'll give you an idea of some practices and where you can start. And then also, I will give you a couple of steps that you can integrate into your life like yesterday, all right? (laughs) So take notes and hopefully you enjoy this. So first and foremost, I wanted to share from the scripture here about how we are quote unquote supposed to be showing up, okay? One of the things that we do I get it, I actually call it future tripping, is we freak out about the future and what hasn't even happened yet, and we obsess about it, right? Or we look at what is and then get agitated because it doesn't look like it's changing and it's not leading to this future that we're after. We do that a lot. However, where focus goes, energy flows, all right? So the more we focus on what is, we're gonna get more of what is. The more we focus on what we don't want, we're literally calling that into our reality. We're calling that into our experience. We're asking more please. That's essentially what we're saying, okay? So let me take it to the scripture because God's word does not return void. We can say beautiful affirmations and that might help us, but it's God's word (laughs) that does not return void, okay? So Matthew 6.34 says this, Therefore, do not be anxious about tomorrow, for tomorrow will be anxious for itself. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. In other words, there's no point in dwelling on the unknown stress of the future, so don't. What that really does is it robs us of being present in the moment. We're not being aware. We're not fully in the moment. We could physically be there, but mentally, emotionally, spiritually, we're somewhere else, right? And so we're missing out on opportunities to show up today by either tripping about the future or getting caught up in the f- past, okay? Another one, this also has to do with anxiety. Do not be anxious. This is coming from Philippians 4, 6. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. Okay, so this is telling us how to not carry burdens that are not meant for us, how to refocus, how to recalibrate. If we use prayer as a means for comfort, God will provide us with peace of mind. It's God that has this supernatural peace that surpasses all understanding, that brings the clarity, that brings the empowerment, that brings the wisdom, that brings the discernment, that brings the, the strategy, the divine strategy that we need, right? So be sure to thank him for taking on what's too heavy for you. You can literally cast your cares onto him knowing that he cares for you. That's what he he wants us to do. He wants us to count on him and rely on him. Another one on anxiety. (laughs) And which of you, by being anxious, can add a single hour to his span of life? If then you are not able to do that as small as thing is that why are you anxious about the rest 
Luke 12, 25 to 26. So another way to say this, does worrying really help you, right? I like to think of worrying like sitting in a rocking chair. Like you think you're going somewhere, but you're legit in the same spot. Just going back and forth. Like you're getting nowhere, okay? So when we're in anxiety, we're thinking on so many things and really getting caught up and worried and overwhelmed. And we're creating that experience for ourselves. But does worrying add happiness or more time to your life? I would say no, right? So we are to spend our days praising God and living our life to the fullest. And we can't do that when we're agitated, when we're frustrated, when we're overwhelmed, when we're super busy. And a lot of it is unnecessary busyness. It's not being focused. Okay. So let me see. I think there's two more that I wanted to share here. Matthew eleven twenty eight through 30. This used to be my life verse for a minute. By minute, I mean a few years, <laughs> right? It took, it took me a while. So it says, come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. <sighs> Anyone, right? Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Okay, that should tell us something. The way God navigates is easy and light. Are we navigating like that? Or are we trying to navigate like the world? Okay, the journey and the process that we're going through, it might be long and it might be hard and challenging and new and different, but we'll find rest in God if we keep counting on him. And we do that by this one. Psalm 55, 22, cast your burden on the Lord and he will sustain you. He will never permit the righteous to be moved. So leave all of your worries and anxiety with him. It doesn't mean that they're going to totally go away, that you'll ever be worry free, but you don't have to carry those around with you all day. You can cast them over to him. You can pray. You can let your requests be made known to him. You can expect his help and his support and his guidance, and he will ease your burden and lighten your load whenever you ask. So the question is, are you asking? All right. Huge. Huge, huge, huge. I want to see. I think that was it as far as verses go. Okay. Now I just want to highlight a couple more actually. So those were specifically around feeling burdened, anxious, restless, not content in any way <laughs> about the future, just being overwhelmed. Okay. So where our focus is supposed to be, Colossians 3, 2, set your mind on things that are above, not on the things of the earth. A lot of times we're agitated because we ain't looking up. We're not, right? Proverbs 4, 25, let your eyes look directly forward and your gaze be straight before you. Okay, we trip, we stumble, <laughs> we fall when we're getting distracted, when we're looking left, when we're looking right, when we're trying to take on too much, that's when we stumble, okay? Matthew 6, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added unto you. So we 
live counterculturally as believers, okay? Rather than going out and chasing all the things and trying to push and to force and to make it happen, right? We're meant to seek the kingdom first and allow those things to come to us. Interesting, right? Total like paradigm shift for sure, okay? So Romans 8, 5, for those who live according to the flesh set their mind on things of the flesh, but those who live according to the spirit set their mind on things of the spirit. So this is a great call to action. Where are you setting your mind? And then Philippians 4, 8 tells us to focus on whatsoever is true, whatsoever is honorable, whatsoever is just, whatsoever is pure, lovely, commendable. If there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things, okay? So what I'm holding up here as a little intro (laughs) is that we have a tendency as humans to drift into anxiety, to drift into frustration, to drift into stress, to drift into overwhelm. That's a tendency, Okay, so that's why we have to be intentional and decide to focus, decide where to set our mind and keep it set, decide what we're going to seek, decide what we're going to pursue, decide who the source of our strength is going to be, decide where we're going to look. That's on us at the end of the day. Okay, so I just want to highlight that it is human, right, to drift. However, we don't have to tolerate that and we don't have to stay there. We don't have to derail an entire day, week, month, right? Because we got distracted. We don't have to do that. So a visual for you. There is a woman who is hysterical. Absolutely love her that I work with that every time we are on a Zoom call, she's got like 12 tabs open. No more than that, probably probably close to like 15 or 20. Like I'm not even exaggerating in every time, every time. So when we get on the phone, it's this running joke now, right? Like I'm trying to help her close her tabs, right? There's too much information. There's no way that you need all those open. And a lot of times what happens, her computer slows down and starts having some issues and goes into buffering mode, right? Where you see like the spinning wheel. Okay, so we live oftentimes with 12 tabs open. We live in buffer mode. It's just we're still buffering. We're still figuring it out. We're still trying to process. We're still trying to figure out what to do. We end up overwhelmed. We end up moody and irritable. We end up saying things we don't want to say. We end up behaving as a lesser version of ourselves in the world. It's just not fun. We're not being present in the moment. We're definitely not being spirit led. It ain't a good time for us or anybody connected to us, okay? So that is something that we're going to conquer today. How to stop buffering. How to close some tabs, okay? (laughs) Let's do it. So we've got some biblical backing so we know what we're going to do. And now I'm going to help you do it, all right? So number one, give yourself grace. This is the first one. Give yourself grace. Okay, a lot of times what keeps all those tabs open and helps us even open more is we try to punish ourselves and push and to force and to, you know, keep moving the needle forward when we have literally zero gas in the tank. Okay, give yourself grace, give yourself permission to not have all the tabs open to make some space for you to to move and to navigate at a different pace. 
okay? There is a rhythm of grace. Lean into that, all right? Number two, number two, all right? This is where the power pockets come into play. You're gonna work your power pockets of time. Okay, so as I promised, here's a couple of things that we're gonna fill our power pockets with. And this is something that you do in advance because this is non-negotiable. Just like you schedule the meetings, just like you're dropping kids off at practices, just like you're going to get the groceries, whatever it is, you find a way to prioritize those things. You do, but you are your highest investment. Okay, so you need to, you need to. This is non-negotiable. All right, you need to work your power pockets of time. You need to schedule them. You need to put your phone on airplane mode, remove all distractions, and take care of you. You need to do it, okay? This is also known as self-care a lot of times, but a lot of times it's also deeper than that. So what I recommend doing, I'm gonna give you a few today, but what I recommend doing is creating a toolbox of tools that you can use and utilize in your power pockets of time so that you actually look forward to taking care of yourself. This shouldn't be something that's, you know, you're grudgingly <laughs> doing because I'm telling you, you have to, right? This is something that you actually look forward to because it refreshes you, it revives you, it brings life to you. And then as you get really good at working these power pockets of time, it becomes part of your lifestyle, okay? So here are some ideas of what you can do. First and foremost, you gotta get out a calendar and plan them, okay? And if you're somebody that, that used to be like myself, this was super awkward and super weird, but I literally found days on my calendar where I can make it happen, and I would pencil it in, and it was just like a date with myself, and I would block an hour of time, and I would keep it open for whatever I needed to do. Now what I recommend is if you don't have a full hour of time, maybe put 15 minute blocks in your calendar and you can look a week in advance, okay? So you can take whatever day works best, maybe Friday before you finish your work day, maybe on Sunday before you start your week, whatever it happens to be for you, but get out a calendar and look a week in advance and start writing in your power pockets of time, okay? So, and just, you know, date with yourself, you can give it a cool acronym. <laughs> PPOT, whatever you got to do, but put them on your calendar every day, every day, all right? If you are like me and you only have an hour to give yourself a week, right? If you're in a season like that, then pick the day where you have an hour and commit to it, okay? But look at your calendar and make sure that it's on there, okay? That's number one. Now, the things that you're going to fill that time with, you can be sporadic and inspired and spontaneous in the moment, but know what you need. And so if you don't know what you need, and if you haven't cultivated practices that really feed and fuel you, I'll give you some ideas, but this might be experimental, okay? So number one is breathing. Breathing, breath work, okay? So, so powerful. This is one of the quickest ways to connect with the spirit as well, right? If you think about it, <laughs> A lot of times we're not present, we're not in the moment, and breath work is the quickest way to bring us back to the moment. We don't put breath in our lungs, right? We don't wake ourselves up in the morning. Those are our first blessings, okay? And we can really get back to that 
get back to the depth of life and not live so shallow. But when we're doing so much, we also have shallow breathing. Usually it's almost as if our our body, right? We stop at the neck. We're just so heady and it's like the rest of our body is cut off. We've disconnected from our heart. We're not deep breathing anymore. Super shallow, okay? So one great practice as far as breathing goes, I like to put one of my hands on my heart so you can literally feel your heartbeat. Okay, that brings you to gratitude pretty quick. And then another one right on your belly, okay? And then I blow my belly out like a balloon (laughs) and I hold it for three. I release it, I exhale for three and I hold my breath for three, okay? So I do this and I can do it for 10 minutes at a time, but you are getting so much flow happening in that. You're getting oxygen flowing in your body again. You're getting present in the moment. You can do this from anywhere, right? And this doesn't take a lot of time. So as you do that, it's a really great practice. You can also be doing your declarations, reminding yourself of what you need to know when you're breathing as well. I like to connect these to scripture, just common things that I need to remind myself, right? Things are always working out for my good. God is perfecting all things concerning me. And I'm either saying these out loud or saying them in my head. Ideally, you're saying them out loud. But if you're in a public space, you can say them in your head. Okay. Things are always working out for me. God has good plans for me. God is guiding and directing my steps. I am open and available to divine wisdom. Right. God is always guiding and providing me. I'm always in the right place at the right time, right? So I start bringing myself back to center. So deep breathing is a great exercise. There's a lot of different types of breath work that you can explore, but those are a really great way to connect with your spirit, to reconnect to your heart, to reconnect to a different pace. That pace of grace is what we're after. The the yoke of God that is easy and light, okay? And he also, there's another scripture that says, he leads in ways of pleasantness and peace. So if we can align again with that place and that state of pleasantness and peace, we're open and available for wisdom and guidance that we were otherwise shut off to. So deep breathing. Another one is meditation. So I like to meditate on the word of God. I know there's many different meditation practices out in the world. I actually got a yoga teacher training certification back in the day, and they had a lot of meditation involved in that, but it's different than than how I meditate today. So let me tell you what I do today, now that I know God. I meditate on his word day and night, okay? So (laughs) I need that word in me for when I have challenges and situations that require for me to speak to that mountain so that it can be moved, okay? When, you know, anxiety threatens me or when, you know, I'm tempted to fear or doubt or whatever the case may be, I need word, okay, to like check myself before I wreck myself. So I study word and a simple way to do this, let's go basic, basic ain't all bad, okay, and I need basic sometimes. I will go to the opposite of what I'm feeling, okay, so similar to how I introduced this, that was strategic, okay. If I'm really anxious, it's a a heads up that I'm not focused, right? I'm getting distracted. I'm focusing on the wrong things because now I'm feeling some kind of way and it's stalling me out, all right? So now I'm going to look up scripture on focus. What does the word say? And then I'm going to praise God and thank God that he helps me to focus, 
right? Thank you, God, that as I cast my cares onto you, I will see clearly and move forward into the future that you have for me, into the good plans that you have for this day. And I usually combine them. So that was Jeremiah 29, 11. That was one of the cast your burdens onto the Lord because he cares for you. God has good plans for you, promises to give you a future and a hope, right? I usually start declaring all of those as I start doing that, right? And it doesn't take a lot of time. You can just look up focus, look up scriptures there, meditate on those, and really find the ones that resonate most with you and just speak that and come into agreement with that, partner with that, focus on that, and be grateful as if it's already happened in your life and expect things to change, all right? So meditation is a really good one. And imagine if you did that every day. Just saying, okay? So breath work, meditation, visualization, so underrated, but so, so powerful. So I really learned about this growing up as an athlete. I really loved two sports specifically. I loved gymnastics, like was obsessed with it. And I actually started really late in the game. So I felt like this sense of urgency to really learn a lot. But I remember watching a ton of gymnastics documentaries and I was obsessed, right? But I would visualize my routines, whether it was, you know, balance beam or bars or whatever it was. Like I was visualizing the flow of them and how they would go so that when I was in the experience of it, I'm not going to get distracted by all the noise and things around me, right? I'm going to nail that routine because I've lived it before. Same thing with track. That was another sport that I really loved. I ran track in college. So I would visualize running these races, right? I would really, it was visceral almost. Like I really know what it felt like in my body to be running this race. And I would be focused and staying in my own lane and picturing it and really meditating on it and visualizing what does this look like as I do it. I got so good that I was actually doing this in my sleep also. (laughs) And then other times too that I can think about this, whether it comes to preparing a speech, I will really write it and draft it out and rework it. I'll walk around the house and I'll be speaking this thing. (laughs) And then when I'm getting in front of folks, I'm not using my notes, right? Because I've rehearsed it so many times. I've visualized myself doing it that now I know when the joke is. Now I know when the pause is. Now I know how this line is supposed to be dropped when it's supposed to be dropped, right? So I'm not getting overwhelmed or distracted like I've rehearsed this so I know what to do. So visualization is really powerful in how this can relate with you. You can visualize these different things on your calendar, right? So what I like to do is I like to take out my calendar and I do write in my calendar, you know, weeks at a time, I'll fill out a monthly calendar and I'll fill out each week in advance. But I will look at my next day, let's say, and I will visualize how all those things are gonna go, okay? If if God says, if God is involved, this, this is the best way that this can play out, what does that look like? Let me visualize it, let me play it through. If I'm gonna get on this call and have this meeting that's really important, how do I see this going? What is the best way that, that that this can go and play out, right? And so I do that so that I'm actually showing up prepared in a sense. And then there's peace. There's not anxiety. Like I'm, I'm prepared for this. I've seen this before. Okay, so that's another one that I recommend. Let me see. And then the, the other, let me give you two more things. Movement. Movement is so, so important. Whatever that looks like for you. I know when I lived in California, 
I found a hip hop dancer. She's like a backup dancer for a lot of big name people, but she held hip hop classes behind the scenes. That was just what she loved to do. So I found hip hop classes as a great way to get me out of my my flow or my routine while I was living there. And I absolutely loved it. You know, outside of my comfort zone, totally random, but loved it. Going for a walk, a walk jog, <laughs> right? Listening to maybe a podcast and going for a walk. I use my walks a lot of time to just talk with God. So that that's a really great thing. You can just go like around a block near you. But moving and getting back again into your body and out of your head is really, really important. And then lastly, worship music. I, I really do believe in being able to speak to things and not just tolerate things and use the authority that we have. But there's other times too when it comes to, let's say, the visualization or just calming your body down and breathing and centering, right? Worship music is great. So whether that's soaking music, um, there's some really great ones where there's actual people saying scripture over you. That could be really great if you can't pull for scriptures in the moment. But really just listening to, a lot of times I like listening to music that doesn't have lyrics, right? And isn't just stimulating me. It's got to calm me down. So that's another great way. But these are all things that you can do in your power pockets of time. It could even be getting a devotional. I know I used to love going to Barnes and Noble and just like sitting in the middle of an aisle flipping through books, whatever it is. But set aside non-negotiable you time to really work on your power pockets of time. Okay, and then lastly, dun, 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 here is what we can do to close out some tabs. Similar to setting up your schedule for power pockets of time, schedule these things out too, okay? If we're real, not all of them are priorities for today. They're not, all right? We make them and we try to, to go back and forth throughout the day, but it really just makes us irritable and ineffective. So look at all the tabs that you have open and close them as you do this, but schedule out when you're gonna deal with each item. If that's having a phone call, great. I'm gonna put that on this day at this time, close the tab. If that is, you know, this doctor's appointment or whatever it is, great. I'm gonna schedule that here and I'm gonna close the tab. If that's getting some quotes and calling some people, great. I'm gonna do that right here, close the tab, right? And you get it down to the bare bones of what actually do I need to do today, okay? With this life that I've been given today, what is the best and highest use of me? God, what would you have me do, right? And sometimes if we get down to it, it's to go back to the moment and show up in the moment because it's in the moment where we actually have wisdom, where we actually have power, we actually have clarity. We can't do anything in the future right now. We can help the future by showing up today, right? Intentionally today, but we can't do anything about the future right now. So close the tabs by scheduling the items out. Also, get out a notebook and just write down your top three things that you have to get done today and when those are going to happen. And then how, maybe there's just like a rooting word or an anchor word that you can say to remind yourself for the day. Okay, so that could even be getting yourself a question. What do I need today? Focus, right? Excellence, integrity, whatever the words are. Enjoyment, right? Fun, joy, <laughs> right? Oh yeah, 
I gotta remind my face to like actually act like I have some joy, right? So think about that as you look at all the tabs and be intentional. What are my top three things? Let me schedule out these other things. And then what is the anchor word or the thing that I want to really show up and be today? Do I want to be angry? Do I want to be stressed? Do I want to be over, you know, overwhelmed? Do I want to be in buffer mode this whole day? Do I want to give people this version of myself? No. The answer is usually no. <laughs> so here are a ton of things, guys, that you can actually do to work your power pockets of time and to stop buffer mode. That is not something we have to tolerate. That is not how we have to live our life. And there are things that we can do. Even if it's just these little windows of time, we can get really good at that. So lastly, a little gift or an item that I have for you that can help you in this process. I actually, in one of these seasons where I was like, oh my God, I'm so overwhelmed, right? I came up with the daily five to thrive. So these are five things that I broke down that I need to do every day so that I feel solid, rooted, grounded, stable, and really ready to show up for the day, right? I need to ensure that I don't put myself on the back burner, that I don't take on all this extra, that I'm actually able to communicate and express myself well, that I'm holding healthy boundaries, that I'm making space to show up for the things that matter. I need help figuring that out. So I came up with the daily five. So I have a download. If you go to julianapage.com, you can download that as a reference maybe to come up with your own. These are ones that I do every day. Now, let's be real. Am I doing it the exact same time every day? No, but I will tell you that since I've been doing that for years now, <laughs> literally, and I've been consistent at this for years, it's a part of my lifestyle. Like I see it as who I am, I'm not like, oh man, I gotta go work out. Mer. Like I don't even do that. I just like, okay, cool. Like this is the window that I have. I'm gonna go crush a workout, right? Or, oh yeah, like I need to make sure that I'm eating optimum nutrition throughout the day. So I plan that. Like I'll make a grocery list and I'll make sure that I have a plan. Right? I'm not just going to leave it to chance or I will have non-negotiable quiet time. I need to seek the kingdom first if I'm expecting to live a spirit-led life. Right, So I need to build my life around that versus building my life around what I want and trying to squeeze it in. Right, That was a tough lesson, but examples. right? So that really helped me to be stable. And I will tell you, at first it was like, ugh. <laughs> Not that it has to be that way, but I was recognizing how lax I was with some things when it came to me, right? Like when it came to other people, of course I would show up. Like I'll wake up, like I'll, you know, run the errand, I'll do the things, like I'll make it happen, right? But when it came to me, I'm like, man, like I need to be like easy to show up for, right? Like I need to like really shift that. But at first when it was coming to waking up earlier, right? Cause that was the only window of time that I had to get in the word and have me time before the day started flowing. That was hard at first, right? Adjusting my routine, going to the grocery store versus just, you know, winging it and picking up food and like food to go and all that kind of stuff. That, that took some effort because it was out of my comfort zone. It was outside of what I was normally doing. All right, so prepare for some of that at the front end, but you've got to know what the reward is and why that's valuable. I value peace. I value peace. I value joy, right? I value being present. I value being a stable human, right? In terms of 
my mind, my emotions, my discipline, my self-control. I really am aware of relationships and connecting with people, right? And what I'm bringing to the table, right? And how I'm communicating and expressing myself. That's a really big deal. So I need to, I don't show up my best when I'm not taking care of myself. And because I know that, that's why these things are important to me. So you've got to know that for you so that it's not always like, oh man, right? All right, guys, I hope this message helped you. Work your power pockets. I'm telling you, you will feel like an entirely new human. New human. And if you want some help with these, I have different options available over at julianapage.com. We could work together through coaching. That is one of my favorite options. There is a course over there all around self-mastery and committing to your inner work. So if you want to do something self-paced and self-guided, that'd be a great fit for you. There's also books over at julianapage.com and I have some exciting new things coming as well. So you have a lot of resources that you can utilize over there so you don't have to start from zero. But if that is of interest, make sure that you go check out julianapage.com Grab that daily five for sure. And then if you want to connect, you can fill out either a book a call form or there's a contact page as well to connect with me. All right, guys, until next time, stay blessed.